0: Hey, my is Anthony O'Connell. I'm a man with a high voice and a podcast. We do a Feaster Pass, rate rated one to feast, great dining experiences and more. Josh Waddle's my friend, comedian and foodie. We open up with Feaster Pass, strangers' food they leave behind at restaurants. When he worked at a pizza shop, a customer ordered a six-pack of Diet Coke every day, wearing a fancy outfit to a fast food restaurant, ordering a rare burger at a greasy spoon, mac and cheese, breadcrumbs or no. Best Euro in Columbus, Ohio. Uber Eats driver stories and more. So let's get right into it. I like to start off with feast or pass. So this one's specific to you. Other people's food at a restaurant that has been left behind, feast <laughs> or pass?
1: Oh, we're diving right into this. Oh, you're just, uh, uh, feast, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vulture Boys, stand up. That's, uh, you know, I just don't like to see food go to waste. And this, I don't even remember where it necessarily started but like it was probably just out at a bar that someone left like half a pizza behind and like they haven't touched it. Like this pizza is just sitting here. It's, 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 it's just begging to, to, you know, like they left, they're gone. They're not eating it. And like, it's just sitting there and I'm probably a drink or so in at this point, a couple. And then I'm like, you know what? I want that leftover pizza. And then that gave the, the birth to, to vulturing, my vulturing habits of like <laughs> things that like, it's, you neo, know, it's stuff that to, it's not like a half eaten sandwich. I'm not, a, I'm not a total animal, but like things like like nachos, pizza, French fries, like finger foods, where it's like this hasn't been been like touched or, or you know like this you know, molested by someone else's hands at this point, point. And, and yeah, it's like I'm just gonna dive in. First of all, I'm cheap as hell, so I'm just like yeah, like eh, why would I pay for food when someone <laughs> else is just gonna leave this behind? But then also, like it just keeps up my immune system. I never get sick because I eat other people's trash. <laughs> Like, this is, this is it. Like, this is, and you know, at this point too, it's like my my friends, like now this is instigated, you know, they're like, hey, Josh, like, yeah, yeah, there's, you know, some some cold chips over here. And this is like, <laughs> if it's chips, like, eh, all right, I'll probably take a couple. It won't be my favorite. But yeah, definitely like a nacho or a pizza, you know. now I've got like other friends on it too. And, you know, when I said vulture boys, when me and my buddies are like, we're out at like a bar or something like that. And someone finds something we know because we'll start... <laughs> One of us will start making these calling noises, which I don't even know if vultures call.
0: Like, just, as far as I'm concerned, they do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're birds, uh, so I assume they they do something. Yeah, we'll hear one of us start going, ah, ah. and like you'll see the rest of us like meerkats, like popping our heads up like above like dirt as we just like look up and like we're just looking around to find out where the call was because we know he found something. Someone found a pizza. <laughs>
0: So now that you have this uh, reputation of, of feasting on refuse, um, <laughs> are there ever times where you're not really feeling it, but you feel like you have a reputation to uphold? So you're like, I don't really want that nacho, but the gang needs me to do it. So I'm going to chomp yes. on this nacho.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely, yeah. Because it's, it's, you know, reached a point, you know, where it's like, oh, this is just a bit now. And it's like, I need to commit to the bit. And uh, if I don't do this, people are going to be disappointed because they'll be like, oh, I had an opportunity to see see Josh eat trash and uh i didn't do it like i think <laughs> probably uh, you know probably not the smartest move on my part but there was like that week in like march where it was like between like like where covid was definitely becoming a thing and they kind of started to shut stuff down but it wasn't like total shutdown yet where it's like kind of like where we are but like there was that week where it was like some stuff was still allowed i remember uh, i went to a, a comedy show At a bar, like during that one week, and like my buddy Ed found like half of a a pizza that someone left behind. And (laughs) this was at the point where it's like, all right, I probably shouldn't be eating people's leftovers right now. COVID is a corona. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's this is this is, you know, these are these are dangerous times. I left it alone probably like 45 minutes until like the, the just the hunger struck. And I'm like, you know what? I want, I want to slice this pizza. It wasn't even that good either. I forget, like. It was weird when it was like jalapenos and pineapple. Like it was kind of odd, but I ate it and I'm still here. So
0: when I think about it, it sounds insane. But when I hear you talk about it, it makes so much sense. Cause you said you're cheap. <laughs> so boom, you're, you're saving money. And then also you're, you're stopping waste, which I think is great. People hate waste and you're stopping that. And it's a bit, I feel like it's three for three. I'm not gonna start doing it, but I'm tempted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the it's the three-peat, baby.
0: So next thing I like to do is we rate things one to feast. It's like a one to five scale, but we say feast for branding reasons. How about Chipotle? One to feast. I'll say like a,
1: a four. I remember like when you know Chipotle first started, and it's like oh my god, like this is like a Subway kind of thing where you just build your stuff, and it was like cool. And like now it's like it's there, and like it's not my top choice, and uh, but.
0: It's kind of fallen off a little bit. I, I do agree in the past couple of years, I don't know if my palate's improved and or Chipotle's fallen off a bit, but for me, it's definitely used to be a hard feast, but now I'd say probably three and a half to a four probably for me. Do you do a bowl or a burrito?
1: I usually do the bowl. Although see, I said that like last time I went like some months ago, I got like an actual burrito and like, it was like the special thing because I had not had a burrito there <laughs> in so long. I just usually get like the, the the sad bowl of like lettuce with like stuff on top but then like I had that burrito and like, I know something about like, I love how it's just all separated inside of it. So that at one point you're just going to like an entire mouthful of like sour cream. And it's just, uh, this is part of the experience.
0: Now, I don't know if this is like a a Karen move, but I've seen some customers when they get the burrito, they request the person to to mix it up for them. I'm too anxious to pull that off, but what do you think about that? You think that would taste better or do you like it where it's like a bite full of rice and then a bite full of protein? Do you like it separate or would you think mix would be better?
1: You know, I would say the mix would probably be better, but yeah, I'm like, you, I would never ask. So, like, I like, I feel like I, I'm enough of a burden on, on people just by like being around them, like, uh, let alone like, let alone <laughs> asking request. anybody to do something for me. <laughs> 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 it's really something so mean. It's
0: like, oh, excuse me, sir, can you can you mix up all that pilot stuff on my my burrito wrap? How about boneless wings, one to feast.
1: I mean, I love wings of any of any sort. I'm definitely more bone-in. Bone-in, uh, I like more. But like a boneless, like, yeah, like when you, yeah, especially where you can just go with this, this whole hog and just dive into them, you know, you ain't got to like eat around anything. Like, yeah, i give him a, I mean, yeah, still four and a half. Like for me, like bone-in, feast, boneless, four and a half.
0: That's fair. The, the boneless are great for dipping. And when it comes to dipping, are you a ranch or blue cheese guy?
1: I'm definitely blue cheese, although... I, for longest time i was very vehemently against ranch i think partially from like kind of growing up in kentucky where like ranch was like their thing and i'm just like screw these people i'm team blue cheese which like i do like i love i love a good blue cheese just on anything i just just the good good that good funk that you get from it but like lately i've uh i've kind of come around to like i don't mind ranch i think partially because like I don't know. I don't like Rooster's blue cheese dressing. So every time I go to Rooster's, I'll get Ranch because I like the Ranch more than I like the blue cheese. So it's kind of, it's it's brought me around. I mean, you know.
0: It's funny how Ranch is so polarizing. Like people love like aiolis or they love like other dressings. But for some reason, Ranch, I think it's maybe like a part class thing or something. Like people just look down on it. People love to hate Ranch. It's very interesting to me. I, I, I can't understand it.
1: Kind of, yeah, it's like kind of a guilty pleasure where it's like, just kind of this like, I mean, the best way possible, I mean this, but this is like kind of trashy thing of just like <laughs> ranch, like, and it's, but it's, it's, just good. Yeah. You just, yeah, who doesn't like dipping stuff or drizzling, you know, a uh, sauce on top of something.
0: A ranch hose like Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Josh, when, when you worked at Donato's back in the day, do you have any like wild stories of like maybe a really annoying customer or like a super specific request or anything crazy like that?
1: Yeah, we, uh. This, this older gentleman who would call in, his name is Mr. Case. He would call in about every day, sometimes twice a day.
0: Just a chat and or like ordering? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 definitely not the chat because that was part of the thing. If you got a call from Mr. Case, like you were not to like make small talk. You were not, like you didn't, like usually we would have to uh, like verify their address and their phone number. You got him, you were told like to not do that. You know, I think maybe like we start off with the phone number then this pulls up all their information that's saved in the computer. It's like, don't verify his information. He calls all the time. He doesn't want to do this. He'll just get mad because that's what he would do. <laughs> like, if, if you tried to like verify stuff, you would like ask to talk to the manager.
0: Oh my god But like,
1: oh yeah. But so the weirdest thing was like the only thing that he would order probably 90% of the time be six 20-ounce diet cokes for delivery.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: And that's Who it that's order like, from
0: a pizza place.
1: <laughs> this guy, yeah. This this crazy cranky old man. Like he uh he would every now and then he'd maybe get like a, like a sub or like a bag of chips, <laughs> but like, it was, yeah, it was like, we are just a little, you know, this is pre pre Uber eats. This, you know, it's been like 2006, 2007. So like, yeah, this was a, you know, he, he probably couldn't get, maybe couldn't make it down to a uh, convenience store. So.
0: Was he tipping? Was he, he doesn't seem like he would be a tipper.
1: I don't think he was. I, uh I know I never, I never asked any of the uh, delivery folks. I, uh but yeah, like, it was just a constant thing. Like it was multiple times, you know, at least once a day for the most part. Yeah. Just have six twenty on ounce diet Cokes.
0: <laughs> it sounds kind of crazy, but he, he was like weirdly ahead of his time. Cause nowadays, I don't know the name of the service, but you can get anything delivered for a fee. Like you can have someone go to CVS for you and pick up whatever. And you know what I'm talking about? I
1: think yeah, it's like, yeah. um,
0: maybe post yeah, like, or something. I don't know the name of it, but there's some yeah. kind of app. Yeah. The, yeah. One of those
1: apps that the, the kids use.
0: These crazy apps. Hey, just wanted to say thank you so much for listening so far. If you're liking it, please subscribe, tell a friend. If you're loving it, please give us a five-star review. What do you think makes a great dining experience besides six Diet Cokes delivered to your house? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> obviously that I guy's mean, crushing it. That's a great dining yeah. experience for him. But for you, what makes a great dining experience? Yeah, you
1: know, for me, like I I love getting to try like new foods. So like for me, like anytime, like I, I, I can get to like go to a restaurant and like, Try something that I've never had before, or something that's like completely unique that I can't get somewhere else. Like that's what makes like like a special like dining uh, experience for me. And every now and then, like like I said too, you know, it's like kind of be you know, I I, I someone who regularly eats trash. I don't like go out like <laughs> to a you know like kind of like fancy dining experiences too often. So like that's something too. It's like for me, it's it's you know special whenever I get like go to somewhere that's like kind of like expensive and you know I get like. They go put on like a tie and a a vest, you know, actually kinda like get dressed up and see you know can get the hell a nice full experience like that? You know, that's a uh, that's yeah that's something I, I always enjoy.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I I uh, I tend to eat places that are like one to two money signs. I very rarely eat three to four money <laughs> signs. But you know what's interesting is when I have went to fancy places in the past, like when I lived in New York City, I went to. I think it's called the Gramercy Tavern. Have you heard of this place?
1: No, I don't think I have.
0: It's one of those like they do like 15 courses, and it's super fancy and crazy expensive. Uh, but I went in there and I was expecting it to be stuffy and I was feeling kind of insecure and nervous, but it was like so casual, so chill And the service was amazing. Like they, they were, they seemed natural and they seemed to genuinely love their job, which I think is rare. Like most of the one to two money signs are kind of like, you're bothering me. Here's your food. You idiot. But at <laughs> this place, you know, she brought, she brings out the amush-bush. Are you familiar with the amush bouche
1: I don't know. I'm
0: not. So that it's. With- it, it's some, it's a french word basically it's to get your appetite ready so it's like a small little free treat you don't order it it just comes out you eat it and then they start bringing you all these courses and um yeah it was awesome and it is kind of cool to be fancy like i maybe i should just dress fancy to like a normal restaurant <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah i, I just want to roll into a like a church's chicken just like completely like dressed up head to toe
0: <laughs> hey that'd be cool
1: i think uh you know it's funny, like like, like, like one of my favorite like times of the year, it's so my dad's uh, company. They, they always do this nice Christmas party. They do a whole, it's at this it's it's real nice, like, steakhouse down in Lexington, Kentucky. And, like, they're nice enough. Like, so everyone who works there, like, everyone's family is invited, you know, like spouses and children, which, like, my dad, you know, so my dad's like, hey, I'll, I'll bring, you know, they, they, they don't mind that it's like, hey, can I, you know, the, 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 he brings his son. The only difference is that everyone else's children are like, maybe nine tops <laughs> and this is like oh yeah here's my yeah, my 32 year old son who you know you're still like al- allowing me to bring but like it's so because we get this like private room it's on like like this like top like top floor of the building and then you know like all the drinks or anything are all covered and we get you know you get like a you know a nice filet for for dinner and it's all just covered by the company and that's like and you dress up for it like i was saying and yeah it's it's like that's like it's it's probably like my favorite meal of the year that you know I can kind of like count on
0: happening like every year. That's incredible, and it's fun to hang out with your folks too. I'm sure they're a good hang.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're fun. You know, and it's uh, funny because you know, like yeah, everyone my dad works with is just, they all they all love him. So we we me and my mom just get to like sit and listen to you know all of them like oh Sean's so great blah blah blah. It's like all right blah blah blah. Give me <laughs> give, me, me, give me
0: give me more.
1: North- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, give me more of this prosecco. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> are you a mid rare guy or are you a rare? I oh, usually
1: go mid rare. But like, I, I don't mind. I don't mind if it's on the rarer side of mid rare, because like a lot of times, I'll ask for rare at like a lot of places, just because I find that you tend to kind of overdo it. So like, I'll ask for rare with the intent of of getting at mid rare. But like, if it comes out rare, it's like, all right, I'm like, well, this is this is what I asked for.
0: You have to really trust a restaurant to a cook it to the temperature you request. And B, if you're going to go mid-rare like I like, you have to really trust them. Because if it's kind of sketchy meat, mid-rare can be risky business.
1: <laughs> uh, so uh, I have a story about that. Well, Because me and a friend were at, were at TJ's, TJ's Country Kitchen, I believe the full, the full oh, title really? of it.
0: Were you uh, hammered? It?
1: I don't know if people go there sober. <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've ever been there during the daylight hours. Like it's always like at least like by midnight or, or later. So yeah, this is probably like one in the morning. I went there to TJ's. To, to eat you know probably after night out with a friend and we uh god what, what was the the name it was like it was like ground steak or something like that like i forget what the full title was but like i'm like kind of thinking it's like okay I maybe mean, this is somewhat resemblant of a steak and like i asked for it like medium rare and like the waitress just looked at me like like do you know where you're most, at like, sir <laughs> she literally said that she said like she was like, like she said like, like you like you know what this is right and i'm like uh, yeah and i didn't, i didn't know what it was but like so they end, she ends up bringing it out. Like, it's basically like a giant hamburger patty. Like, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not like a steak. It's a uh, chop steak. That was the name of it. It was, it was called Chop Steak. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay. It has steak in the name. Uh, how bad can it be? <laughs> <But it's, laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty pink. And uh, I ate it. But that, that was one of the few times where I was really, like, uncomfortable. <laughs> with, like.
0: Was it like a Philly cheesesteak? I, I can't really picture this.
1: No, no, no. It was literally, it was just like, literally like a giant hamburger patty like served by itself with like a couple of <laughs> sides. Like I think it was maybe on the breakfast menu. So maybe it came with you know like a biscuit and some hash browns or something like
0: that. So I feel like that unique, let's just call it unique experience leads me to my next question. Do you have an example of a horrible dining experience? Like what's one of your worst dining experiences?
1: I think by this point, anyone listening, it would, be, it would not confuse me as some kind of food snub because there's definitely like, like I love White Castle. I love TJ's. I love all, all, you know, Taco Bell, any any assortment of of stuff that some people may consider low class. So I don't want anyone to think that's like I'm just some necessarily a food snob, but like places like 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 Applebee's and like Fridays, like whenever I get drugged there by friends, I'm like, this sucks. Like like I, I remember like I hadn't been to an Applebee's in like years and maybe about a year and a half ago. Uh, a couple friends well, well, they were like oh we have a uh, you know a gift certificate so can we go I'm like yeah sure like I don't have a gift certificate but whatever so we go and like we walk in and like the waitress or, or the uh, hostess right away like before we even sit down she like is telling us like oh by the way uh, we're out of all these things and it was like these were like statement they were like we're out <laughs> of french fries we're out of draft beer we're out of like she named like five different things that like should just kind of be normal things on a menu that they just didn't have I guess they're they're uh, uh you know delivery truck or whatever didn't come so it's like all right this is already off to a, a great start you know and then we sit down and like i i was trying to be a healthy boy that night so i got like this the plain like like grilled chicken breast with like some like green beans and like side but it was like it wasn't even cheap like if that stuff was like cheap it'd be fine but i paid like i don't know like 14 bucks like plus that's tip. madness yeah for like this like a frozen chicken food. breast and a couple like it was it was whatever like it wasn't great definitely you know like i i've i've definitely paid i've definitely paid uh you know less for better at you know places
0: i would honestly but. rather eat a frozen dinner at a buddy's house than go to applebee's like yeah it's really absolutely. just like generic frozen food and like there's no effort,
1: yeah like it's I don't know. Like, uh, I think like identity is a bit. It's just like it's like what? Like, where are we going for here? Like, uh, like a, a restaurant needs like an identity, and like uh, that's why it's like 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 Roosters. Like, you know, I brought up Roosters early. like I love going to Roosters, but like Roosters kind of knows what it is. Or it's just this kind of like they got all these goofy like like little sayings on the wall. They're like free beer tomorrow. Time, pretty, ha, ha, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like bad jokes. Half of them are like super like misogynistic <laughs> it's like <laughs> they're just bad but it's like they know what they are like the place kind of smells like bleach like the bathroom is gonna be moderately dirty but like it's cheap and like the food's pretty good
0: like i love roosters dude like i don't know man i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a super fan i don't know if that's an unpopular opinion or not but no
1: i am too like it's like if someone like whenever a friend's like hey where do you want to go to eat and it's just like we don't have any ideas like i say roosters
0: now do you have any unpopular food opinions
1: probably a big thing would probably be like pasta Cause like pasta is just something that like, I don't know. I just I I rarely like crave it, and it's just it's not something like it's like a plain like plate of like spaghetti or something like that. It's like
0: eh, like a marinara, you know, for like me, a simple red sauce.
1: Yeah, just like something like that. Like it's just like I could take it. Like I don't know. I I'd say take it or leave it. I, I'd probably rather just leave it. Like
0: that's interesting. You know, I feel like this is a revelation. Anti pasta. Yeah. That is a very unpopular opinion. I
1: don't know. It's weird. Cause yeah, like a like a. Kind of like a staple of like, like spaghetti or like a fettuccine. Like, yeah, those are fine. Like, like a lasagna. Like, I, I'm a, I'd be pro, pro lasagna. Uh, partially because, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, real G's move moving silence like lasagna. <laughs> that was something I heard once. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, get a little, 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 Wayne reference in there. Yeah. Like, like lasagna, I like, but then, uh, I don't know, like macaroni and cheese is probably like the closest thing to like a traditional pasta dish. And it's like, yeah, there's pasta in it, but you know, that's something I, I feel like it's something kind of different, but like, yeah, just like a kind of, a, kind of staple, like, like pasta stuff like that. It's not something I'm like, oh, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I need it.
0: Now, when it comes to mac and cheese, how do you feel about breadcrumbs being baked on top?
1: Oh, absolutely. pro. Very, very pro. Like, I'm okay.
0: Cause some people hate think,
1: it. Yeah. Like, which oh, I can kind of get. Cause I like, sometimes I'll have this, like, uh, you know, like a, like a, a pure, like that, that kind of purity of a, um, I got a uh, helping of, of mac and cheese, It's like, it's just pure velvety goodness. It's like, there's no, no, no kind of contrast in it. And like, I can kind of, I get the, uh, you know, the allure of it, but like at the end of the day, like if you ask me to pick one, like I'm absolutely going for like, yeah, with a nice, nice crispy, you know, breadcrumbs or, you know, uh, I've even, seen, I've seen people use like crushed up Cheez-Its. Yeah. And I just adding like more cheese on top and the, you know, so like, like for me, like, I think the biggest thing I like in food it's like contrast of just like of, of flavors and of textures. Like I'm, I, that's why I'm big on like, you know, things that are like salty, sweet, uh, savory, you know, little bits of everything all at once. And then like, yeah, with textures, you know, some it's like, oh, you get, you get creamy, you get crunchy, you know, you get chewy, you get get little bits of everything in there.
0: Hell yeah. Now, what about temperature? Like in New York, there's this restaurant, not really restaurants, a pizza place, but they sell a regular New York style cheese slice but then they put cold mozzarella on top when they give it to you. So you have the normal hot melty cheese, but then they put bonus cheese on top and it's kind of polarizing. I personally like it. It
1: seems, uh, obviously I would try it, but yeah, it's like, that one seems very strange, I guess. Maybe, uh, maybe partially because I'm just so used to like, you know, a, a traditional pizza where it's like, it's just all hot and melted. But like, yeah, like I try it, but uh, you know, I try to keep an open mind, but yeah, that seems like one is just kind of a little, a little bizarre. I don't know, like, like stuff like desserts, like, you know, where you get like, a, I mean, like a, like a hot baked good with like a cold scoop of ice cream on top. Like, yeah, like that, you know, you're getting hot and cold and it's like, I like that, but so, you know, so I'd try it.
0: I saw something on Reddit. This was an insane, unpopular opinion. This person said they, they microwave their bread instead of toasting it. And I think that's wildly inappropriate. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Like that's what, like, you just end up with like a weird warm soggy piece of bread. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's bizarre. Like I, uh, like I don't keep bread like necessarily on hand a lot, but like sometimes I'll buy bread and like freeze it, which is you know probably insane. <laughs> so, so then it's like, oh, if I if I ever on the rare occasion I just want like a piece of toast or like a piece of bread, like I can just pop it out of the freezer. And, like I will microwave it for like you know just to kind of get it get it defrost. But then I will usually pop it in like the uh, well, uh, I, I'm some crazy person that doesn't have a toaster, so like I'll just pop it like under the broiler, you know, for uh, for a few <laughs> seconds, get, get a little toast, and it's like kind of brings it back to like a. A base level that sounds pr- gross too, bro
0: no offense so- but that sounds awful <laughs> <laughs> a, pre- a pre-frozen thought out broiled bread wolf <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean the, the broiling part it's like that's 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 a, you know yeah it doesn't taste any different Yeah, like toaster bread but uh i don't know but like that's what i like yeah because it's like i'm doing the opposite of them it's like i'm trying to get the get away from the the because you anyway, when you microwave bread, it ends up very warm and, and kind of floppy and weird. It's like I'm trying to, like, just get a little bit of a structural integrity back to it.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, Josh, you're from Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky, and now you live in Columbus. Yes, Who has the better food scene, Lexington or Columbus?
1: Oh, Columbus, by far. Like Okay. I don't know. Like, I don't know, Lexington's kind of weird. Like, Lexington, it's, it's very southern. Like, there's just it's not a lot of, uh, yeah, we'll go with some hot takes. I don't know if anyone Lexington will hear this, but, like, not a lot of diversity going on in, in Lexington, Kentucky, as you might imagine. But like up here it's just like, yeah, there's just there's everything. Like even like I remember like when I lived down there, there's no like like I love Euros. But like down like there was no place to go get a Euro down there. Like uh, like every now and then one might pop up, but like it would last for like five months and then go out of business. And people don't you know, know like that taco's
0: weird as hell. <laughs>
1: Yes, it really is. Like, I, don't know, I think it's gotten better since I've left. I think they've done, they've built a lot of more places. But like, I don't know, part of it feels like they're just really trying, like, like I don't know, like Louisville. Like, I love Louisville. And Louisville has like a really cool food scene. And it's, it's Louisville's definitely more of a, a Midwestern city. And it kind of has this kind of hipsterish vibe to it. And like, I think Lexington is trying to kind of be that. But I don't know. It, it feels, it doesn't feel organic, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean you never had a the Lexington mouth, but your Instagram is the Columbus yeah. mouth. So <laughs> yeah.
1: they do have a pizza place down there called uh, Goodfellas Pizza. It's pretty good. They got it was uh it was infamous for uh, getting a, a 0.0 score on from the uh, uh, Dave Portnoy on Barstool Sports on his <laughs> his pizza reviews. But it was mostly because they kicked him off of the uh, they kicked him off the patio as he was trying to film. So he gave him a 0.0 and then like all of like all of his like followers like started tanking like their yelp reviews and stuff but it ended up working out because then like the whole community was like oh we need to get behind our local guys so
0: and didn't the restaurant kind of lean into it like they sold shirts that said zero out of zero and everything like they yeah, yeah. owned it
1: yeah they did yeah they, they started selling shirts that said 0.0 and like you know i think a restaurant like that yeah where it's like you just get this this notability for like this really bad review or like, or something like that it's like all we'll just right, lean into it and yeah like hey come have the worst pizza this guy I ever had like one time on yelp like
0: <laughs> that's awesome i actually i've had that place and you took me there when i when i went down there with you back in the day and i thought it was great it's like really fun cool toppings it was, it was good yeah, yeah, it was
1: yeah it was good although it's funny like this is the, the, the timing of this because like i think just like last week or something like that he he ended up going back to to Goodfellas and gave it a fair review and he gave it like a 7.7 out of 10 which is like for him that's a pretty high score so he so it's all, all's well.
0: Yeah. I've had some of my followers in the past ask me to rate things and I would just rate everything nine to 10. It'd be pointless. I'd be like, this is amazing. I love it. Nine out <laughs> of 9.5. Like <laughs> I'm the easiest guy to please. So Josh, I know you're a big Euro fan. Are there any 10 out of 10 Euros in Columbus, Ohio? If so, where?
1: My personal favorite is a uh, uh, King Euros. It's like, it's this is old, like this, like Greek, uh, uh, like diner that's been there for you know probably close to like 30 years i think at this point but like euros there are great everything there's great like i like i'll get the chicken euros a lot like because like oh, i feel like chicken euros can kind of be like a good sign because it's like they have to kind of make the chicken like euro like i love euros but like a lot of times it's like okay just get this log that they buy you know from, from probably like a lot of the same uh suppliers and it's like okay just don't mess this up and it, it, it can be decent but like you know a chicken it's like okay they have to actually like make the chicken themselves and then so like yeah, their chicken euros are great. Like whatever they put on them, you know, they, they kind of marinate them and then give it a give it a nice flat top grilling, so you get a nice kind of crisp on the outside.
0: Nice. And like they yeah. make their
1: own, yeah, they make their own uh, dressing, and they got like a whole nice like cabinet of like different uh, desserts and stuff.
0: So yeah, I agree. I think if something's like their secondary option and they do it well, like obviously the normal euro is. If they can do that, who who cares? But the secondary thing, I get it. So. What do you think makes a good gyro like do you think it has to be on for me personally I think it has to be on the the spinny meat thing like if it's the pre-cut gyro oh, yeah. meat I don't care for that.
1: Yeah no absolutely I think that's like part of it like we're like you know they had like shave it off or you get like the yeah like the, kind of like the the kind of little crisp on the outside from like where it's you know kind of getting 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 kissed just a <laughs> little, 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 little kiss from the flame there as it's uh, spinning around.
0: Do you have pita preferences little... like do some of these gyro places have good or bad pitas?
1: Definitely, like, uh, like, so, like, a King Euro, something I like is that they, they'll, they'll give it a quick little touch on, like, a, the, the pita, they'll give it a quick little touch there on the, the flat top, so, like, the inside of it will get this, like, this little bit of crisp to it, like, before, you know, they fold up so it's, like, it's hot, and then it's, like, it gets, like, a crisp you know, on to get that little extra layer, like I said before, the, the kind of contrasting uh, textures and stuff.
0: Hell yeah. So, Josh, I think we nailed it. I asked you everything I wanted to ask you, but if there's anything that I didn't ask you, like, is there anything you want to talk about? Any food related stories? Maybe like an Uber.
1: Yeah, I've got to, I got a uh, so like an Uber stories. What, what killed it for me was like when McDonald's started getting delivered because, first of all, I'd arrived at McDonald's, food was never ready. So I'm standing around waiting 10 minutes, whatever, you know, during a lunch rush, 10, 15 minutes. And then like, I'm usually just going right around the corner. So it's like this kind of bare minimum amount of uh, uh, pay that I was getting. So that, that's what killed it. But like, I remember one time someone ordered like just a milkshake from McDonald's to get delivered. And like, so I go, I pick it up and I take it to the, the address. It's on there. I'm like outside, I'm knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell, whatever, just kind of, I'm waiting. I'm, you know, I'm always just trying to be patient with people. I'm like, all right, I'll give them a second. They never show up. It's like in the middle of summer, it's like 90 degrees out. And I'm like, screw this. Like I've tried, I've tried my best. I just set the milkshake down right on like the hot, blazing hot porch and walked <laughs> away. And uh, whatever happened between, you know, with that that's between them and God, you know, whatever happened in that milkshake at that point. But
0: did you get dinged you know, for I, that? Like, do you get in trouble for that? Do you have to physically hand it to someone or can you just leave it on the porch?
1: Oh, I did. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah, at this point, like, yeah, like, I, 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 I don't know. At this, there's definitely points where I'm just like, I'm not going way out of my way to like deliver someone their their two dollar milkshake from McDonald's, you know?
0: Yeah. Like getting food delivered is fine, but not fast food. So like, I feel like fast food has to be eaten within like two to three minutes, or else it's disgusting. But like, if you order from like a normal restaurant or like a pizza place, it's good enough quality; it can survive the journey. But if someone delivers me, you know, Taco Bell, McDonald's, whatever, there's zero chance I'm gonna like it. What do you think about yeah. that?
1: I think that's very yeah. See, like I'm, I guess like I live close enough. Like I, yeah, I, 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 I've always, always been like I'd rather just drive like the two minutes to like the Wendy's down the street, you know, than than, than pay, you know, whatever it is to to get it delivered. I think yeah, I think that's part of it too. It's just like I like like do I need like Wendy's delivered to my house or Taco Bell delivered? Like yeah, that's part of it too. It's just like all right, like you know who know who knows how long it's gonna take, you know, for the to get to go from restaurant to my house, yeah. So yeah, you know, it's like, it's you like I, I it. know when I go to get it. Yeah, it's like there's there's a limited amount of time, you know, for for anything to go wrong with it. Because yeah, it's like there, it's this once, it, once it's in the bed, once it's at the the the, the drive through window into your car, it's like there the the clock's ticking.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So Josh, I want to plug your, plug your food account, of course, the Columbus Mouth.
1: Yeah. it's yeah, so, yeah at, at the Columbus Mouth there on the, on the old gram. You also
0: have a toy account.
1: My toy account, if any of you like action figures, like I do, uh, yeah, it's boy wonder underscore toys. Like so boy wonder, one full thing, underscore toys.
0: <laughs> I like when you make your videos where you do like the fun sounds and you do the accents and everything. I think it's really fun content.
1: Yeah. I'll try. Yeah. I'm going to try to try to get more into that. So like kind of scratch that creative itch. So I do improv comedy. Here in Columbus, uh, you can check out uh, at, uh, at hashtag, comedy C-bus. Uh, hashtag #comedy is is one of the uh, improv groups uh, I perform with here in town. We were at Shadowbox for for the longest times for their weekly uh, uh, improv show. Uh, at some point, we'll hopefully still be opening our own little downtown theater for, for comedy shows. We'll have improv, we'll stand up, we'll have sketch. Just a little bit of everything. So yeah, check out hashtag #comedy. Also, uh, my other one is uh, Donut Sunday Comedy, which is just kind of like me and like my five or my uh, four like idiot best friends, like where we just go out and perform. And maybe uh... oh, that one's fun because we just never practice. And it's just because we're already kind of share our brain basically and it'll go off the rails real quick. Also, speaking of Donut Sunday comedy, uh, if anyone out there uh, works for a donut uh, restaurant here in town and would like to sponsor donut sunday comedy <laughs> we 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 are adamantly trying to be the the first sponsored uh, improv group in the city and by sponsored all i mean is like you just like you send us a couple free t-shirts and we will whore them out and we will wear them at and everything and like we will plug your donut uh, you know bakery every opportunity that we can let just put like give a little shout out on like your your website and like
0: do you That's want free it, yeah. donuts, it's,
1: it's, too, or just the shirts is enough? Do these people want to donuts? donuts? Like, so, so we, uh, so at uh, Franklinton, we had a monthly show at the Franklinton Fridays, like, art hop night that we would do at the uh, Idea Foundry, which, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll come back at some point. But, we, yeah, we'd always provide free, the, the show was free, we provided free donuts that usually just came out of our pockets. So, like, at most, it's like, okay, maybe, maybe we'll ask for, like, two dozen donuts a month for like this one free show to, you know, that we we will, we will very heavily advertise your, your,
0: your donut business and make sure uh, we send everyone your way. Well, Josh, I want to end this podcast with a compliment. You're one of my great friends. We've known each other for so long. You're super funny. You're a great foodie. You're a dirty vulture, but also a fancy fillet boy. (laughs) Uh, You're very funny. You're a man of many hats. Your toy collection is amazing. You rule. And I hope everyone checks you out, dude.
1: Oh, thank, no, thank you so much for having me yeah this was uh yeah, it's fun yeah I, I, I could i could sit here and do this yeah oh i'll have to have a part two at some point we can just just dive into to everything this the hot takes stories all of it
0: hell yeah man see you in a minute for lunch buddy
1: <laughs> yeah, See. Ya.